Welcome back to CFO Weekly, where we're talking with financial leaders about how to build efficiency in their teams, create time for strategy, and ultimately get results with your host, Megan Weiss. Let's jump right in. Today's topic of discussion is near and dear to my heart, the benefits of having women in leadership roles. And I'm speaking with my colleague, Lydia Adams. Lydia's persona is VP of Marketing and Communications, and she's responsible for both setting the strategy and implementing it within these areas for Personiv, from branding and messaging to advertising and lead generation. Thanks for talking with me today, Lydia. Yeah, thanks, Megan. I'm excited. This is such an important topic. Yeah, I really love this topic for obvious reasons, but also because women in leadership truly do make for a better workplace. And that's been proven time and time again. But before we get started discussing these benefits, I'd like to spend just a minute on a few facts and figures about women in leadership positions. I remember when I was pursuing my MBA in 2015, reading an article that was published in the New York Times that noted that, quote, fewer large companies are run by women than by men named John, which (laughs) to me was a pretty eye-opening statistic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the end of 2016, that women had replaced the Johns, um, but only by a small margin. And then by 2018, the ratio of male to female CEOs had improved to 19 to 1. So although these figures do show a slight improvement over time, they also clearly highlight how underrepresented women are at the very top. In fact, at every level of management, women make up only about 40%, despite making up almost 50% of the labor force. Yet there are clear reasons why companies should eagerly look to promote women and ensure they're engaged. These benefits of women in leadership are the points that Lydia and I will be discussing today. So Lydia, let's get started. The first benefit I see when I think of women in leadership roles is that the more diverse a group, the better the problem-solving abilities within that group. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, something that I found from the University of Arizona, actually, was that they saw, and they called it the innovation intensity. And so for the companies that had more women in leadership positions, there were actually 20% more patents that were put out versus other companies. And yeah, the problem solving, the creativity, and the diversity of different minds and different people, for sure, I think that's one of the biggest benefits. And I think it's often overlooked as a benefit. And yeah, one thing I also read is that women are better at reading other social cues, and they're more likely to make room for and consider interjections of varying opinions. So these type of fluid exchanges often lead to more productive outcomes in social settings. Absolutely. When I think about a group of people and, you know, especially coming from marketing, a lot of what we do is brainstorming and getting ideas and, you know, really harnessing that creativity of a group. And once, you know, that process begins, it's amazing to see how it builds. And I think when women are left out of that conversation and left out of that group, you're really not getting the amount of creativity and uh, ideas that could come from a more diverse group of people. I think that's clearly, you know, the biggest benefit of having women involved in leadership roles. 
Another one um, that I think of when I think of putting women, you know, in executive positions is that women leaders are more collaborative at some times than men. Yeah, I've definitely seen that just anecdotally, you know, that they're able to take a lot of those different pieces and bring them together. And, you know, it's not something that only women can do, but it seems like it's very streamlined when women are in that capacity. Yeah. And, and one example that uh, comes to mind when I think of this is, is women in the government. I, I mm-hmm. remember reading something about how women senators were more successful at passing bills than men. And particularly interesting was that uh, they were better at working with the opposite party to get mm-hmm. things through, um, which to me really highlights the collaborative ability of, of women in the workforce. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure if this is scientifically legitimate, but I, I feel that a lot of women as they're growing up are taught to be sort of the peacemakers and, you know, the, the in-between cement that brings people together. Yep. And it's one of those things that although it's socialized in us, it's something that we can actually use and use it in the workforce as a collaborator and bringing in a lot of ideas and, and again, just kind of streamlining that. And I think that that's really cool. And your government example is, is an excellent one because there's actually data to show the benefit of having that role in, you know, in a higher level position. Yep. And so I, I think that brings us to our next point and that is that female leaders are more trusted. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So um, an example of some statistics behind this is that uh, a survey done by Pews in 2015 found that 34% said women were better or were more trusted, whereas only 3% said men were more trusted. 64% 64% said that there was no difference, but I, I do find it interesting that 34% of people surveyed thought women were more trustworthy than men. Yeah, that's huge. And especially, you know, in today's business world, trust is like key <laughs> um, to getting new customers, retaining customers. Um, everything that grows your business, in my opinion, is really built on trust. Yeah, totally. So agree. for that to be, you know, more identifiable, you know, you know, female leader, that that's a really interesting st- statistic. Yeah, agree. Um, okay, so the next point that that I have is that um, obviously women excel in sort of the soft skills needed for business leadership. Um, Things like emotional self-awareness, empathy, their ability to manage conflict and adaptability. All of these things are so, so important um, when you look to leaders in business today. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I think it's interesting what we're finding now of, you know, what women really bring to the table and the combination of all those things you just mentioned, you know, they're all essential and you cannot get through, you know, you can't grow a business, you can't excel if, if you can't work together internally. So 
you know, all of that is just vital to any, you know, any growing organization. Yeah. I mean, I, I do agree that, you know, with, without those skills at the table, um, a lot is lost as far as the benefits for a company. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings me to my next topic, um, w- that women make terrific mentors, which I mean, I, I think is true. I've had a lot of women over the course of my career who have taken the time to really mentor me and to help me get to the next level of my career. And maybe it's because I'm, I'm a woman that I've had women mentors, but I, I do feel like they're more willing to kind of step forward and help their coworkers kind of, you know, get to the next level. And, and I guess that's kind of a a, a little bit about the collaboration too, whereas mm-hmm. men might see it as more of a competition. Women are more capable of, of you know, helping people get to the next level within their career. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And if you look at the experience of a lot of women who have made it to upper level positions, that has been really important for them to have that support of other women in their organizations and I think it's really kind of an obligation or responsibility or whatever you want to call it, you know, for all of us to be helping other women succeed. You know, there, there are barriers that we face that, you know, men don't necessarily have. So to have, you know, female mentor and colleague and, um, you know, coworkers that are helping each other, that's amazing. I mean, that's, that's really what we need, you know. So it's cool that, you know, what you said about them being, being better at it, but also um, just that it's, it's really important for us to, to help other women. Yeah, I agree. It's so important for people, you know, that have made it to give back. Yes. Okay. So this hasn't always been the case, but it's starting to be the case that the next generation within the workforce, maybe not generation Z, but millennials are starting to be more educated than men. And I read something the other day that, um, that said that by 2025, millennials are actually going to make up 75% of the global workforce and that many of them are already moving into management positions, which, you know, I remember just hearing about millennials, it seemed like a few years ago, but now you know, <laughs> they're, they're making up a huge portion of the workforce. And I think it really says something that women are taking the time to, you know, forward their careers by, by becoming better educated. And in a lot of cases, even more educated than men. Yeah, I find that totally interesting when I, you know, when that started coming out, more, more women are getting, you know, bachelor's degrees and and higher level degrees. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really exciting that women are, like you said, kind of um, taking control of their careers. And especially as we look at, you know, the continuing generations, we see more women that are, you know, they have very specific career goals. And education is obviously a big part of that. But once they enter into our organizations, you know, we're also seeing them wanting to be in management positions and really not taking that old school view of, you know, men are the ones that lead and and women don't. So I find that to be, you know, really exciting. 
you know, and something else, I mean, you know, even going to the next generation, the, the Gen Z generation, it's interesting to see their viewpoints. And, and in fact, 81% of them say that one of the, the most important factor in getting a job, it, you know, a lot of them are starting to, you know, graduate from college at this point is, is diversity and that the company that they go to is going to treat women and, you know, people of other ethnicities with the exact same ability to rise up and get these leadership positions. So I think we're starting to see that shift, you know, in how we work. And it's, it's great that we can learn from, you know, these younger generations that, yeah, we, we can kind of equalize these, you know, these current statistics in terms of how many women are CEOs and in and, and upper leadership. So I think that's really actually really promising and exciting. Yeah, I love to see that it's so important to, to younger generations. So the last point I have on my list is that it's been proven that the presence of more female leaders in top positions of corporate management correlates to increased profitability. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> yeah. In fact, um, I was looking further into this and, and I saw that women in corporate leadership, so companies that have no women in corporate leadership and then increase that number to 30%. So where they seed women into the C-suite, into their board at a level of at least 30%, they gain on average one percentage point of increase net margin, which actually correlates to a 15% increase in their profitability, which, I mean, I, I just think that that number is so huge. Yeah. So yeah, I mean... Obviously, very important for businesses today to be considering putting women into these positions of leadership. Absolutely. And I, I think it's interesting when you look at this issue from some different you know, viewpoints, morally or because we're a society or whatever, you know, it's the right thing to do to treat people with respect and, and to not... Um, you know, not disallow women to be in leadership positions. And I think most people feel that way. But I think what's really interesting is when you look at the numbers and you see that, you know, 15% boost in profitability. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want that? You know, so it's like, you're able to see that not only is this the right thing to do and, and it's a good thing to do, but it actually pays off. It actually has dollar benefits to you. And that's just, that's really cool. And I, I think that the research that's been done around that is, is super important because it, it helps people to realize the reasons to possibly change structures. I mean, there's a lot of companies where this has just not really been uh, researched or done before. And, you know, maybe it wasn't a priority. And now looking at what could be done in terms of profitability, looking at hiring the best workforce and the best talent that you can, all of these different factors, it just really shows again and again, like you said at the beginning of this podcast, that having women in these leadership positions is not only a good thing to do, but it's just, it's vital to your business. So yeah, hopefully as we move along and, um, you know, as we move into the future, women are going to make up more and more of these leadership roles 
And yeah, we'll see a real benefit to businesses and society and um, yeah, the workplace in general. So I'm, I'm super excited to see kind of what comes out uh, in the next five to 10 years. Definitely. Me too. And it's just, it's awesome, you know, just to brag on you just a second, Megan. I mean, it's awesome to work with, you know, women colleagues like you that are just so knowledgeable in their field. And it's just been, it's been really exciting. And so thank you so much for having me and talking about this super important topic that I think, you know, like you said, it's, it's definitely changing and it's exciting. Yeah, well, thank you for being with us here today. And uh, I know I've found this discussion to be super informative and interesting, and I hope our listeners did as well. Until next time, take care, and um, I'll talk to you next week. Great. Thanks, Megan. If you're ready to boost efficiency and streamline your accounting processes at significant cost savings, it's time to talk with Personiv. Their people-powered solutions have transformed the delivery of back office tasks and general accounting functions for decades, partnering with clients to provide everything from accounts payable to payroll services. See what Personiv can do for you by visiting personiv.com. You've been listening to CFO Weekly presented by Personiv. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to hear all of our episodes. Want to learn more? Check out personiv.com. Thanks for listening.